Welcome to Stories of COVID, the interview project that explores what it's like to experience a global pandemic. I never thought I would see this in my lifetime. It is scary and it's very real, but it's not hopeless. As I said, I changed three planes. None of them were wearing any gloves or masks. I've never seen so much support for freelancers or artists in the in the media um, as I have now. They both laid me off from just the advent of the, the outbreak. I'm anthropologist and author Veronica Kieran, and I am building an interview archive of stories and anecdotes that define this time in history to write a book preserving this experience for future generations. If you'd like to help preserve this moment in history for future generations, check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. Kim Roach lives in Los Angeles, one of the hotspots for COVID-19 in the United States. In early March, she was launching an apparel line with her boyfriend when COVID-19 started to spike. They realized that perhaps they needed to shift their business plan and started selling travel apparel and face masks instead of the original planned apparel to great success. In this interview, Kim describes from a business perspective the pivot needed in order to stay afloat and how sometimes the pivot can be better than the original. Currently, I'm doing recruitment uh, for a media company called Group M, uh, so talent acquisition business partner, but um, more so working on uh, Next Stop with my boyfriend. So that's his company and we're kind of, that's what we've been focusing on for the past few months. So really more so that I would say is my occupation at the moment. I think the first time I heard about it really was actually probably at the very beginning of the year, um, maybe around the January timeframe. Um, where it was very much not in the States or thing in the States. We, we knew that we had blocked um, flights coming in from, from China at this point. So you know, I heard about it, but it was funny because our manufacturer uh, is in China and the guy we work with is a Chinese guy and he was visiting the States um, for business purposes and then we went to go get dinner with him and he you know originally as a child grew up in Wuhan but he is now in Shanghai so when he came to see us it was interesting we went to go to dinner with him and he was like the numbers are wrong because he was very much the Chinese government is lying the numbers are wrong and he's saying it's so much more than what it is and it, it kind of you know I think that's when it got a little bit more serious in my head um, and then, and then things started getting a little bit more serious in the States. Uh, and in February, um, when things were starting to get a little bit more serious here, uh, me and my boyfriend drove down to Sedona to kind of just get away from it all and clear our headspace and go camping. Um, and then that was the weekend that, that things got really put on lockdown. So um, we were like, why don't we just keep going, keep driving and not go back? But we decided to go back, so. I would say when I was getting more serious, when 
I feel like it all happened in one week that my work was like, we're not going back in the office and um, quarantine, you know, was announced and everyone was kind of freaking out about it. And myself included, I think that I was really paranoid. I was washing my hands so much that they were really dry. Um, like they stung, my hands were stinging because I washed them so much. Um, and that was just paranoia. I deep cleaned my apartment, scrubbed every little, you know, piece of furniture, bleached everything. And yeah, I was worried to get outside. I was scared. Um, but as time progressed, I think that started to calm down a little bit. I was obsessively watching the news uh, probably for the first week or so of the lockdown. Um, started doing like, I think what everyone was doing was trying to gather online in community and do like workouts online. So I was very much involved in that for, for maybe the first week or so, but, or first couple of weeks. But then now I'm, uh, I am understanding that a vaccine isn't totally guaranteed. I mean, hopefully they do come up with one, but we don't know. Um, and I'm at a point where I do still want to be safe. You know, I'm still not going to go out in crowds or anything like that, but I'm not going to not see anybody. So maybe select a few small group of people that you're okay with seeing and that you trust that they're being safe too and, you know, be okay with seeing them. And that's where I'm at now. So not as paranoid as I was before, but still, you know, be cautious and be, be safe. My boyfriend, Brendan, has a company called The Next Stop. Uh, Next Stop Apparel, and um, originally he he started it about four or five years ago, and it's really a, a travel apparel kind of company. And then last year, uh, him and I kind of worked together on creating a full line of clothing, so men and women's pants, shirts, sweaters, new hats, etc., all with a plain logo. Um, really for the in-transit experience, like something that's comfortable, something you fit all your stuff while you're traveling. It's, he trademarked the, the phrase travel leisure, which is similar to athleisure, but really more for the travel experience, not the athletic experience. We were just about to launch that. We just had a huge photo shoot blowout and then COVID happened. So we put everything on pause and we were on a walk and Brendan was like, Oh, uh, Fred, our manufacturer, um, is talking about face masks. It's like, what do you think? And this is before, you know, face masks were a thing. I was like, do it. I will give you my money and I will, <laughs> I want to be a part of this. Like I will. And he, um, and I think that really hit him where he was like, oh, okay. Well, cause I'm pretty, um, I, I think a lot of things through when it comes to situations like this and I always try to find like the negatives. I'm like, no, they shouldn't do this because X. But when it came to face masks, I was like, yes, do it. I'll even pitch it, you know? Um, so we decided to shift uh, to making face masks really, really fast. We had the manufacturer send us a couple samples. We didn't even like them. And we were like, you know what? Just, we don't need you to send us samples again. We just correct them and just manufacture 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, just make them. We started doing that and it's been really, really, really successful. It's been about two months now. Um, we have sold through three kind of platforms, which is our website, nextop.com. I actually got some press from that 
I personally emailed authors of these huge uh, magazines and online articles. So I personally emailed the author from like New York Magazine and GQ and Esquire, and we got featured in those articles. So it was a really great success to get those that get, get that press. We got a lot of people coming to our website to buy, buy face masks, and this is just as just as the government was and the CDC were saying you should wear face masks. So obviously business was booming. And then we got so much attention that Amazon came to us, Amazon Prime. And they're like, we will give you an account manager and bring you over to Amazon Prime and kind of bump you up. And I mean, when does that happen? Like <laughs> Amazon Prime, like the hardest, biggest kind of platform to sell on is like, we'll give you an account manager to feature your product. Um, but it's needed. Everyone needs this. This is like a health thing. And the last kind of platform we sell through is uh, wholesale orders. So for businesses trying to supply their employees with face masks, we are selling to them. So we've sold tens of thousands to Samsung, Activision Blizzard, Henry Shine, Jacobs. Um, and then just last week, we also uh, closed Avis and Budget, the car rental place. So like we're also supplying huge corporations with face masks for their employees. So it's it's been a really interesting time for us. I feel like, you know, in this time of, I would say darkness for a lot of people, we've been blessed to, to work on a project that A is, you know, keeping people safe, but also keeping us really busy and giving us, you know, almost a line of success. So it's been, really interesting times for us and this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for COVID and we would have never even thought of ourselves putting face masks ever uh, in the in the company next stop so right now one of the things that we're doing with the face masks is we offer cotton as a fabric but we also offer bamboo and bamboo is actually known to be naturally like antibacterial antimicrobial in its in its natural fibers so with that kind of already fighting off and keeping it naturally clean so what we're thinking of doing is once this starts to settle and we need to go back into the line of clothings we're going to try to you know approach fabrics that are antibacterial and antimicrobial so people will feel safe on a plane they'll feel safe with us or an uber um just because of the clothes that they're wearing. So it's just, it's like technology in your clothing almost to, to keep people at ease during and after COVID. COVID's actually completely shifted everything for us in a very interesting way and an unexpected way. Thank you for listening. Subscribe so that you don't miss an interview. I interview multiple people a week and I am releasing these episodes as fast as I can. And if the story meant something to you, share it because it will probably mean something to someone else. Every time you share the project, it helps the project grow. So thank you. Until next time, stay safe, stay well.